Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Joss Whedon talks Batgirl, Black Manta is official for Aquaman, and Wonder Woman's going global, and of course the chat roll is going to be on fire as always. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall, oh, we got the music. Here are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. That's okay. it. Wow. That's all you need. I like the unpredictability. You never know when it's gonna cut off. What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is the DC Movie News Show on the Popcorn Talk Network. Always good to be back with you on a Thursday afternoon. Thanks for joining us. If you're live in the chat roll, chat roll's already on fire. We're digging it. Uh, look, we don't have a great. Newsweek, but that just means we're going to talk about a bunch of random things. You guys are going to get involved. We're going to have a great time. And we're going to say goodbye to Adam Gertler. Not forever, just for the time being. So it's going to be more like a so long. Au revoir. See you soon. Alvito saying goodbye. Yes. Thank you very much. That's really sweet. I, thought, I didn't think I was going to be able to be here today, so this is a uh, good Bar fun. of time. Bar of time, yeah. When do you leave? Uh, I leave next Wednesday to begin my journey. Uh, and then I'm uh, going down to New Orleans, Jazz Fest, mm-hmm. turning 40 down there. Then, uh, then I'm going to uh, Europe to work for the uh, FX, for Alien Covenant Junket that's coming up. Sure. Then I'm going to go on Sausage Vision Quest through Germany, I think, for a week. Love it. And uh, then I come back here for like a day or two, but then I'm down in Texas continuing that loop. So I really don't get back to town until the beginning of June. Sorry, guys, if I'm boring you about personal stuff right now. And now people want to know about our lives. People want to know about our lives, and we want to know, you know, people want to no, know No, but I'm so be. excited. It's like, I'm this kid, because basically... I do all this awesome stuff, and I come back, and guess what opens that week? Uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman. Where did you get that in one guess? Uh, yeah, I just... I thought I... There just weren't that many I covered that up. I'm a suitsetter. Yeah. Paul Ponte's here! Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, let's get to the introductions. All right, uh, we're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Johnny LaQuasto here with you, at Quasto on Twitter, and the gram. That dude right there who we already spoke to about his life for the next six weeks... He's the host of Man vs. Child on FYI and FX Movie Download, and he's about to go find some amazing sausage in Netherlands and Germany. Find him on Twitter, at Adam Gertler. He's Adam Gertler. Hey, what's up, everybody? Very happy to be here. Um, Last night, I was at a movie... Uh, thought it was the Guardians of Gahul sequel, long awaited, was not. Mm. Different Guardians movie. I sat two seats behind. Not, I mean, two seats behind. One row, and there... Joss Whedon. No. Get out. Swear to God. Oh, you went to a fancy premiere, didn't you? I, I was invited. This was totally non-work related. This was actually through someone I know with, with Doghouse. Okay. Whose wife helps arrange all the Disney premieres and stuff, and he asked me to go. Can you say anything? Um, I liked it. It was really funny, you know, but I will say, you know, a very light tone with the Guardians movie, which just makes me think, like, it makes me really excited about Wonder Woman. Sure. Coming up, you know? Weird but I mean, Joss Whedon was right there, and I wanted to ask him about Batgirl, but I didn't because that would not have been cool. But fortunately for you guys, other people did. Okay. Oh. All right. That was a tease. And you said it was a very light, even lighter than the first one? I think so. I mean, wow. there was a lot of joking in there. And okay. I will say, like, they give a lot of the humor to Drax. They definitely put a lot of that work on there. And it's I'm not surprised still working. By that. Mm. And it's like, you think, are they going to overuse that toy too much? But, like, it well, gets you every time. Like, he had the biggest laughs. Is Batista was never funny in the WWE. Never. But that character, you know, it does lend itself for humor. So good for them. It's the best use of, like, a, a, a non-actor, actor performance. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't know. I don't know if it's all in the edit or whatever, but those two together are magic. It's like it's like a comedic uh, Scorsese and wow. De Niro. It's like uh, Laurel and Hardy if one of them was uh, animated. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 and Rocket's great. I mean, it's, it's really good, but it just kind of feels light, I will say. Okay. Well, next to Adam Gertler, she is bright pink today. She is the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show and the host of Movie Fights. On screen junkies, and uh, she's just the best in general. You can find her on Twitter at Roxy Stryer because you know she's Roxy Stryer. Yeah, that's TV fights, though. I'm not taking Andy Signore's job over on movie oh, that, fights. Did I say movie fights? <laughs> Sorry, for, uh, Freudian. Slip. More importantly, though, to all the DC comic fan, comic readers, I know what you're doing today. Happy 420, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Did you not know until just now? I did just know. I did. I just didn't know that there was a DC connection. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are reading comics are smoking the pot. Yeah. I was actually offered chocolate already today. You don't think and I was so? like, no, can't do it. I mean, I can only speak for myself. Yeah. And, and okay. So we're 100% on that. <laughs> I was offered a full chocolate bar, and I was like, nah, I'm not into it. I can't, no. Now, you can't get high before work, but when I you go home. I'm not good in general with it. You know me. I've tried it a handful of times, and I'm not good at it. I'm just saying happy 420, whatever that means to you. Yes, happy 420, everybody. And we have a very special friend back with us. He flew all the way in from Northern California just to do this show. He is the host of the Screen Watchers Guild podcast. You can find him on Twitter at the Paul Ponte because he's Paul Ponte. What's up, buddy? Doing pretty good. How are you guys? I'm good. I haven't seen you in person since the uh, LA Podcast Fest. Yeah, when we, when it's we been actually a while. met. Yeah, uh, you could also find that I interviewed him on my podcast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Talk wrestling, talk movies. Friendships are made. It's a beautiful thing. Good to see you back, man. Thank you. And the, see you. and the Poop Shoot Productions just made Roxy an offer I doubt she'll be able to refuse. I, I don't know if I can. How could you refuse that? Wait, I missed it. Who is Brandon, by the way? Happy birthday, Brandon, is what they're saying. An Happy awesome birthday, person in the chat. I don't know. Oh, oh, I saw it. okay. So she's he's already offering you a divorce, which is nice. Just a settlement, yeah. yeah, yeah. Without the marriage. And and Canucks fan, you are correct. I probably I yes, paranoid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let's just get right into it. So. Joss Whedon, Batgirl, y'all. Kevin Feige, actually, you know, he spoke this week and pretty much gave his blessing. He said he called a couple of months ago, which he didn't have to do, and it was super cool and super nice of him. We cannot be more supportive. We want to see a Joss Whedon, Batgirl film. It would be awesome. How about this? Everyone just getting along. You know what's so weird about this is, like, Joss Whedon hasn't publicly spoken about this until last night, and it was weird that, like, Kevin Feige kind of gave the most... I don't know, direct confirmation of this in a way, because like mm-hmm. there was nothing related to Joss. Like he didn't speak about it, but Kevin Foggy recounted a conversation. For some reason, I'm like, wow, that's like a strange, like almost Kevin Foggy is confirming it. And then Do you the feel next- like power play on that? No, no, not really. Well, in a, in a way, a little bit. It was a little bit like the Don blessing it. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There is a little bit of that, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because. <laughs> hey, look. It's okay. Joss, it was yeah. an awful. It's almost like it's, okay. It's almost like this. This is a bad. This is an extreme. But it's almost like Foggy said, "Okay, you can have Joss. Maybe maybe we'll get to see a good movie now from you guys, it's, huh?" It's a very Will that help. It's a very confident move. Will from that Foggy. help DC? You want Joss Whedon because he made Avengers? One think, of the most successful films. Okay, okay. Do you want to get above twenty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes? I think it was twenty six. I think there was a little <laughs> bit of that, but I really do feel like this was a nice thing to say, and and we might be taking it a little. I'm, I'm totally, I'm, I'm really more joking than not. I think it's awesome. I'm yeah. a huge Kevin yeah. Feige fan. I think it's awesome, and I think really everybody does want really good movies. It really does help. I really do believe that the rising tide, the you know. La- the last thing Kevin Feige wants is superhero fatigue. Right. right. <laughs> That's yeah. the last thing he wants. Well, rising tide, you know, ships, everything. to mm-hmm. make the pro wrestling analogy again, but it's the same thing in that business. When everyone puts out great products the business grows and everyone gets better. Talk if DC's put, Right. If DC's putting out great films, guess what? You're going to go see it. If Marvel's doing the same thing, same thing, whereas in wrestling, if other indie companies are doing well, guess what? WWE's going to take notice and everyone's going to get paid more and everyone's going to make more money. And so it's the same thing. Like, you, you think don't... they want money? I know Warner Brothers does. You think people want money? No. No. Um, I, Joke. I, but anyway, but then like... Joss talks about it the next day, so it's real. I mean, it just—I just feel like there's been like it's oh, yeah, now it's very tangible now. We're not Swervy McGurving. We're mm-hmm. not Swervy McGurving, and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that Batgirl didn't appear in comics till 1967. You thought earlier? It's, I mean, can anybody confirm out there? Does that mean Batgirl premiered on the Bill Dozier '66 that's show? That's what it sounds like to me. Is that mm. the reality? Huh. Um, that's yeah. just awesome. I think you might be right on that one. That's just because that's like another example of like the TV affecting the continuity, much like Harley was introduced Harley, yeah. on the cartoon. So it's kind of cool. Can anybody confirm that? I'm sure you can. I know those were the best episodes of that TV show was when Batgirl was on. Agreed. It's for me. Yeah. Was like the oh my God, right. When they when she would like ride, ride across in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, Batgirl episode because yeah. it was like a little bit different. And, and as young and men. And a little bit hotter. As young men watching it, we were like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I like this episode. You know more. what? I think like many people now. That I'm talking about you guys are like uh, it's like therapy. I'm like you're right. I think that might have been my first actual sexual uh, awakening. Crush <laughs> your first crush, if you will. I, I might have crushed on that Batgirl a little bit. I don't blame you. Was she on your wall? Uh, no. no, 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 no. 
Who was on your wall? Oh, oh boy. Uh, That's a can of worms, Rox. For a good period of time, Alf was definitely on the wall. <laughs> oh, good for um, Alf. I don't blame the you. Wolverine poster yeah. for sure. The classic Snake Diddy Snake. You, re- you legitimately had Alf on your wall. Michael Keaton Batman on the I, wall. I definitely had Alf on the wall. I had what? mostly. Me, no problem. I had mostly no dudes. No problem, Roxy. I, I also had mostly dudes on my wall. Mostly sports posters and Kathy Ireland. That's, That's who I had on my wall at one point. I had mostly chicks on my wall, so I guess that's See? just what it is. Going oh, on. my yeah. God. Well, ain't go. nothing wrong with that. All the chat world wants to go into Roxy's sapphic palace. What's my sapphic palace? I don't know. It's your little place of love where you go with all the ladies. Mm, my nostrils? Your sapphic house of love. Are you listening to did, TV time? Did Kalinowski just show up? <laughs> yeah, seriously. By the way, follow Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. He unfortunately couldn't be with us today. He's a busy man, but you know he'll be all over the Twitter talking about the DC. So Josh Whedon actually did, like we mentioned, finally spoke uh, about being able to you know, be at the helm of a Batgirl film. And he said, I have so many things to say about her. I'm very excited to see a girl in the cowl. Casting-wise, I don't have my eye on anybody. I'm creating this character. I'm in a dialogue with her. And then we'll see who joins that later on. I doubt it will be a name. I think this is somewhere where you go and find Batgirl, then you cast her. I'm not against movie stars. They're great. But you need somebody who's going to be just right. In a situation like this, the name carries a lot of weight, so it's not as critical. I love the fact that they're... It's almost like with Star Wars The Force Awakens. No one knew who, who those two actors were. Is this him hinting that it's going to be Arya Stark, a girl has no name? <laughs> just, like just kidding but you know who else has no name Game of Thrones this girl right here strive for that girl um, yes uh, who knows if this will stick I mean, he said no oh, man no, not no resume will. but strive for Batgirl yes the, the, yeah we'll do it um, I think that it is interesting that he is open to this at least I feel like the studio might have a different idea but you never know. I <laughs> think all that stuff was way settled before he signed on the dotted line. If he did sign on the dotted line, if the deal is closed. So there's always that kind of thing happening. With, I feel like if they're talking about it in public that it is signed, sealed, and delivered. Me too. The, the thing I, that I took from the, head, the Feige thing was he said, he called me a couple months ago, which made me feel really good, as opposed to being like, he called me last week, was like, should I take this Batgirl gig? And then I'm like, oh no, it's, it just happened. I like yeah. the fact that, like I said last time I think I was on here, where... I don't think they anyone talks about him unless he's already handcuffed to the director's chair. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's got to be fully in. I mean, mm. it has to be. So if that's the case, if it's all the way in, then his style of casting that all would have been discussed. Yeah, the studio, you know, they would. And listen, Warner Brothers, if no other studio, has a history of making great unknowns into our great heroes. I mean, nobody really knew who Cavill was. No one knew who Christopher Reeve was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Michael Keaton was very popular to be cast as the but first not, Batman, but not for that reason. Not for that. No, he was no. Mr. Mom. Not for that. So in that way, it was like what a bold, cool casting that was. I don't know. I think it's awesome. I love the fact that he's communicating with her that he's writing the dialogue mm-hmm. he's getting in her head yeah, and then he's gonna find who is that person that he how do you cast before you know what you're casting them in exactly he's this just, is... I'm creating the character and then I'm gonna bring people in based off of what that character is that's pretty cool I think that's really smart I mean stuff like that it's hard not to get excited you know you never know until you actually see the movie but like this is the kind of stuff you wanna hear which means the door's wide open it is. Do, what about the girl from the one, uh, the one hundred that everyone was like? Yeah, you think that's, uh, that's Lindsay. All, um, that story's Morgan? lost all. Morgan, thank you. Uh, lost momentum. But has she gone quiet? I mean, like maybe. Well, that's she was a... tweeting saying about the, a big project coming up, but not specifically about this, and then it kind of went quiet. Well, but I would say that she not that she's a no name, but she's a smaller name. Well, yeah. there there was an article uh, on monkeysfightingrobots.com, which is probably one of the cooler. Names for a website I've ever seen. Very official website for sure. Yeah, with a, very very much official. Uh, has a list of seven possible actresses that they would like to see considered for Batgirl. Now we talk about not being a name. This article might not make any sense because uh, some of these girls are certainly names. So we have I don't know many of them. We have Amelia Clark. Uh-huh. Uh We have Haley Steinfeld. Amelia sure. Clark. Did you guys uh, see uh, what was that movie? Cancer died. Oh, um, um, um. Uh, me before you. Me before yeah. you. I think that was in a wheelchair. Uh, yeah, that's true. He didn't. He didn't have cancer, <laughs> but he did die. Um, yeah, so, sorry about that. I forgot what movie it was. Okay, a lot of movies have people with cancer. Um, so this movie confirmed the fact that I don't think she is. That I think she can play one kind of role very well, and I don't know if she can play all the kind of roles very mm. well. Right. 
I don't know if she would be my first choice for this. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I honestly Ooh, well I'm that sure. role she that role she can play the hell out of. Oh yeah. Yeah, but slightly different than Batgirl. A little bit. Uh, but still action-packed, so maybe, I don't know, but not my first choice. Well, there's uh, Haley Steinfeld, who uh, they say is a very fresh face. She's in The Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, amazing. She was in True Grit, too. She's great. I mean, she's an incredible actress, and Edge of Seventeen, she was awesome in. She Out of those two, I definitely like her better so for So do her. I. I mean, you got to remember, though, this is going to be a very physical role, too, so you have to cast someone who's athletic enough to, to kind of... I know there's stunt doubles, but you still have to yeah. be... Well, you know, if anything, my one complaint about, like, the Ben Affleck Batman is, like, the stunt guy is very visible. You're very aware mm-hmm. that that's not Affleck doing a lot of that stuff. Um, so, I don't know, and you might be right. Maybe cast somebody that's actually got some skills, but it sounds like he's all about getting into her head, you know? They're going to work out the other stuff. For sure. Uh, next one, Abigail Breslin, who's, you know, Zombieland, Scream Queens, Little Miss Sunshine. She's got a really good resume. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also is an Ender's Game along with Steinfeld. So, people know who she is, that's for sure. Okay. So Who else we got? Next one we got uh, Jane Levy. I really like this call. Well, I don't know who that is. She's, she's in, in Don't Breathe. Evil Dead remake. Uh, yeah. She's also in Suburgatory. And she's also oh, a redhead. I her. God, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's she's, she's also a redhead, which could work for Barbara Gordon. I see why they go with that cast. She's really good at Don't Breathe. Though. What do you guys think about the girl from Riverdale? Who's like the most stunning... Um, Redhead of all time. Also, do you, are, did none of you guys are watching that I show? Watched, oh my god, it is it's unbelievable. Somebody in the chat suggested uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz is the best. I love her. She's On so Big good in Big Lies. Little Lies. Yeah, she's but great she's been that. great in many do things. Think- Matt Madeline Petch, this girl from Riverdale. This girl. Can I see? Mm, I don't know how to show you. Okay. What do you guys I'll think for the physicality of a Batgirl should be like? Do you think she should? I mean, I feel like Batgirl should have kind of like a like a CrossFit kind of body, right? Like it is. Mm-hmm. You want to buy it? Like I know there was a lot of the talk about like what Wonder Woman's physique would be like, but when you're like a god in an Amazon, it kind of takes something. Like if Batgirl is not a super powered human, but she's really kicking ass, she's got to be some kind of physically dominating presence. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess Bruce Lee. Like, was what a kind babe, of body but... are you thinking? I mean, I was thinking someone a little bit like more muscular. Um, well, don't forget, people said that about Gal Gadot, and she's proven. Well, that's what wrong, I'm saying. So. Yeah, like and, and a Michelle Rodriguez, kind body? Of, almost, almost more in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like I, she doesn't have to be like a waif. I don't think. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I and agree. I also don't think she has to be a white girl. I mean, I really think there's a way to get around too. that. Yeah, th- there's a lot of people that are like angry that some people are. Uh, asking for like a, a, a mixed race person yeah. and it's like they're like oh but J.K. Simmons is white and I'm like and his wife could not be or adoption it's, it's not or that midget, difficult yeah, it's, <laughs> and besides yeah. mixed race people are the hottest people on the planet yeah Duh. yeah. my Super brother true. is married to a Mexican American and like their kids exist yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. I see them all the time they call me Uncle Adam I, I know it can exist breaking so. news they're yeah. real oh. yeah they're real Unky Adam next option uh, Lindsay Fonseca uh, people say um, she's more obscure, but I guess she was uh, in Kick-Ass. Yeah. She's been in Nikita, the Agent Carter series. I mean, Drop mm-hmm. Dead, uh, gorgeous girl. So. Oh, so it sounds like she's a physical act, physical actor yeah. as well. I like her because she's from Oakland. What age are we thinking? I don't know. I mean, not um, put it this way, not mid to late 40s toward the end of their career after 20 years of uh, but are you no thinking, good people being left in town. Are you thinking 20s or 30s? 20s. Yeah, I'm thinking 20s. 20s. Yes. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure. Maybe 18, 19, 20. Really? Like, yeah. Well, why not give it like a, a little bit of that Spider-Man homecoming angle? Like, why not start someone like really young where they could learn and develop and like, you know, there could be a really great, there's a great opportunity to tell a story that people aren't overly exposed to with Batgirl. In the chat, Kal-El fan, Chloe Grace Moretz. Sure. Choice. I mean, always a good go-to, but a yeah. very obvious choice. I well, mean, the final two, pretty massive names, uh, Brittany Snow, which, no, and, Emma, <laughs> and uh, number one on their list is Emma Roberts. Uh-uh. Johnny just sent Brittany Snow home from the audition before she <laughs> yeah, showed up. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I don't think. Just, and I'm sending Emma Roberts home. There you go. Also, I hear she's not a very nice girl. Emma really? Roberts? That's a bummer. Yeah. I don't really know. I haven't met her though, so I don't know. I don't know much about. Uh, she's done a lot. I just don't know anything about her really. Um, you didn't watch American Horror or Scream Queens? American Horror Story? Yeah. Who does she play? She, remember with the Coven season? She was. Oh like my god, one she's the, the hot girl. Yeah. She's the hot bitchy girl well, in Coven. There was a lot of hot. Girls, I haven't yeah. seen every season. I'm trying to think of which one was Coven. The one with um. The witches. L- the LaLaurie House. Oh, wait, The Witches. I don't believe I saw that's the one. Okay, I did not see that one, I don't think. Yeah, the, um, I saw that one. It's like one of the only ones. I oh, wait. Eric Roberts is her dad? 
What? Really? Yeah. I did not know oh. that. And Julia Roberts is her aunt. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. You didn't? I oh, didn't yeah. know that either. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought you guys were making a joke. So there's actually a Batman connection what, right there because Eric Roberts is in uh, wow. Batman Begins. Right, he is. Yeah. And um, and wasn't Eric Roberts, is it, is it Best of the Best he was in? What's his martial arts movie? So, is it okay. best of the best? Help me out there. Possible martial arts connection. Cast him. Keep Who him knows? in the DC family. But anyways, that's a list. I don't know. Our chat role is uh, definitely has their own choices. Who knows? We're a while away from figuring that out. But Emma um, Thompson, huh? She's a little old for the part. Emma Thompson. Love her, but what? Oh no, Emma Thompson. I mean, what's the uh, Harry Potter Emma? Watson? Emma Watson. That's Emma Watson. What oh. That's what they mean. Oh, oh, okay. There you so go. So Emma Thompson. So Love while we're talking about powerful women, let's talk about Wonder Woman. It's going to go global, y'all. On the day it gets released in North America, it's going to also be released in China, which uh, Suicide Squad was not because the whole magic thing uh, is not... Yeah, witchcraft. So it never allowed. opened there, huh? Yeah. No. That's crazy. Because they made dance. all that money. It's because of some sensuality. So I think that... Um, a big a big reason for this is because they want to make that big international box office number, especially yeah, for sure. You know, because you see what just what happened with Fate of the Furious. It opens like what like thirty three percent lower than its previous. Did you see outing? It? No, but Fate it, it. it beat uh, Star Wars: Force Awakens globally. It had yeah. five hundred thirty two million. Exactly, dollars. exactly, and it's and it was mm-hmm. on a downward trajectory here. But I mean, still crushed. But That's crazy. Now you get to make that headline rather than the news being about like. Uh, they crushed the box office, but it was forty something million, you know, less than their previous one. The story for the weekend is what? Is they beat Star Wars? Exactly. <laughs> I cannot. I've, no, listen. I've never seen any of the Fate movie or Fast and the Furious movies. This I'm one just, was weird. I'm dumbfounded that this many people give a shit. I, this is the first one I've seen since Tokyo Drift. I I've never seen one. Yeah. This was my first I've ever seen. What do you think? I I heard this one really jumped the proverbial. Shot. I was super. Like, first I was laughing for the first half hour, and I was in a packed theater and nobody else was, so I feel like that wasn't the move. Nope, probably not. Um, <laughs> then I felt stupid and tried to shut up and didn't think it was funny, and then everybody else started laughing. So I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I will say it's the first movie in about ten years that I have nodded out during. Whoa. Yeah. With the new one? I took a little nap. I was told they, they show it in 4D at certain theaters, and that's a really fun way to see it because there's stuff crashing at all times. They're already talking about the ninth one. I'm like, God. That's man. really funny because I saw the John Wick movie in the 4D, I and I, I thought it was so stupid. I thought 4D <laughs> makes no sense at all. It's, it's not like it, I'm tricked into thinking I'm more in the movie when you're punching me on my back when John Wick is punching, but... I can almost see a, a, a Fate of the Furious one being fun if it's like POV shots. Mm-hmm. Then it yeah. could kind of be interesting. That's what that technology should be used for. There was amusement park. Yeah, like 40. Days of Thunder and the old ride. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But to watch mm-hmm. a, a theater, it's like it makes no sense. Well, anyways, the, the reason we're talking about Fate and the Furious is because worldwide it defeated Star Wars. So Wonder Woman being released in China, it just pretty much guarantees the movie's going to be a massive well, hit. Adam said that's probably one of the reasons. I think it's the only reason. That's why they're releasing it in China. Why Why would it else would it be? Because you want that big yeah. opening weekend report. Especially yeah. when last week we were hearing reports that it's it's trending lower, which I still think is not a problem. That's but silly. again, it's just about controlling the narrative. They need to, you know, DC is up, DC's uphill battle is not just in getting the films to be critically well received, but it's also getting, you know, all the stories to, you know, lift off that well, bias. In my know, opinion, yeah. I think the battle more this year is to get more critical acclaim, because last year they made the money, but they didn't get the critical acclaim. I mean, Paul, they were, what, 20-some percent, both movies, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. This is Unfairly. the year. Wonder. I agree unfairly, but Wonder Woman and Justice League, this is the year that they need to get people on board. Absolutely. I think it's more important that Wonder Woman score critically than financially. So I'm saying, like, even if it makes less than BBS, even if it grosses less than Suicide Squad, which I don't think it will, because of that China, if nothing else, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest victory is getting people excited about the movies that are coming afterwards. Then you have almost a year gap for the next thing. And then it's Mm -hmm. Aquaman, which we know is going to crush. So now DC's like, all right, well, we just went away, and we went back in, we fixed them, now you're going to want our shit. you got to make people want your shit so bad. In life. In general, I mean, like that's the thing. It's like not we're cramming this down your throat where we're trying to figure out. We're just like you got to create the demand. Yeah. And if Wonder Woman does well critically, it will be it will just change the whole narrative. It's about change the whole course and everything. And, and then and then and then we start hearing about these Batgirls and this well, and that. And it's a very exciting place to that's be. That's kind of what, uh, another story that we had talking about. We're kind of jumping ahead. 
if you, Johnny, I don't know if you want to talk about that last story on the. Go right, yeah, and then we'll jump back to what Patty Jenkins has to say about Wonder Woman. So that's basically what E! Online posted this week about how Wonder Woman is the most important thing that is going on in the DCEU mm-hmm. right now. The title of the article is How Gal Gadot is Going to Save the Batman Franchise. This is very strange because it's coming from E! News, and I'm just, I was a little baffled by it. I am somebody who lives on that line of both worlds. So sure. I happened to stumble upon this because I was looking at E! News. Shout out to Maria Menounos, host of E! News, creator of AfterBuzz TV Networks. But this was weird that they would post something like this. And then with such a provocative title, I, I just wondered what you guys thought about that. That, that. Like, this is how broad this news is going and that yeah. people who aren't huge comic book fans are thinking that Gal Gadot is going to save the Batman franchise. Well, well, I think the main thing with that is it also changes the narrative of Justice League because if Wonder Woman is amazing I think Justice League just has to be pretty good sure whereas if Wonder Woman's pretty good Justice League I think has to be amazing like I think when people see both one of them has to be above and beyond great mm-hmm. I agree with you on that one I mean right now you gotta think does anybody think that Justice League has the chance of being the better film I feel like objectively I mean I do think it yeah, has I, a chance. Yeah, I do as well. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have more characters. People love characters. No, because it took longer for our transitional period. Wonder Woman was already in the works. Justice League was not quite in the works. And Justice after League After we had figured movie, out Warner Brothers you know, stuff. People have been waiting for Justice League. It almost happened 10 years ago and got scrapped. I don't mm-hmm. think it will be the better movie. I think it has a chance, if that yeah. was your question. No, no, yeah. I, I think right now I feel like Wonder Woman could be the better movie. I, just, I think it probably sure. will be too, but I think that Justice League does have a chance. Well, Rox, to answer your question, the writer of this is her name, Seja Rankin. She, it's, I looked her up. She's an editor for E! Online. Maybe she's a fan, uh, or, or maybe she just thought it would be a great thing to write about. But, I mean, it's it's an interesting way, and it's, it's a very good take. I think Wonder Woman, it's a huge... They always say third time's a charm. Well, we had BVS, critical acclaim, nah. Suicide Squad, critical acclaim, Ugh. So, this is the third movie... I think it and needs... Man of Steel, man, critical acclaim. I mean, it's it's really zero for three as far as critical response yeah. so far. It really is. Just, mm-hmm. Although Just Man going... of Steel's taken a really good shine since. Sure, it has. Uh, but the one? person who wrote this Not article, she said that it was like the most depressing two and a half hours in a, in a movie. Like you know, she was, and then she said like I'm exaggerating, but was it a female? Yeah, movie? she yeah. did say that. Um, it was just interesting, and I think that the the title is very provocative, and it's a she... really lengthy article to be on E Online. Also, I was yeah. just really, I was shocked to find it. How does she bring it back she to that? She probably man? pitched it, and they said, well, this is something different, and they threw it out there, and it's a well-written article, so good for her hmm. for getting right. it out there. Anyway. But I agree. We all agree Wonder Woman's super important to the DCEU, so boom. Uh, back to Patty Jenkins. So talking about Wonder Woman, about how the action sequences are different, I'm going to read, talked a lot, actually. I'll read a little bit of it. Every action sequence is from her point of view and her story, and so there's no point in the movie that we ever stepped out and we're like, oh, look at this extravaganza! She witnesses a battle on a beach that rocks her world, changes her understanding of what you know warfare really is, and then she comes to a man's world and sees a war that everyone is impenetrable and nothing can be done without it, and she says, well, what am I going to do about it? So that was what was fun, and it makes like everything else I've ever done because you're just saying, you know, here's my character, here's the journey that they're on, how do I want to experience that, and how do you do it? So uh, different action sequences for Wonder Woman. That we're gonna see. I think that makes sense. The movie's called Wonder Woman. Damn right. Yeah. You know, so, it's not called Themis- like it's called Wonder Woman. It's where we should you, see it from Wonder Woman's perspective. Do you, do you does that mean that like it's gonna be less like wide spectacle shots? Is that kind of that's kind of what I got out of reading the article? I was thinking. I kind of reminded me of like Three Hundred, mm-hmm. where like the battle is huge, but then we focus on Leonidas going through and cutting through people, and you really feel like you're going through it with him. And like, like POV shots, yeah. follow shots. Well, like, I didn't Paul Ponte just got me so excited about the action in Wonder Woman like, just by making that I, comparison. Because, I mean, at the time, I mean, now everyone makes fun of Zack Snyder because of the, all the slowdowns and stuff. But I remember in 300, at the time, it was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Like, you really felt like you knew everything he was doing in battle. And I think if, if that's what she means, like... As in, yes, everything is going to be crazy around her warfare, but at the same time, we're going to stop and really focus on what she's doing in the battlefield. Then mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that idea. That's that is really exciting, and I wonder if part of that is budget too, because we know that Wonder Woman is like slightly less. It's a hundred million dollar budget, but it's Good. not 160 million. Good. So you think we're going to get a lot of like almost first person, almost like the battles coming in our eyesight, kind of? Deal. Yeah. Well, you saw like the behind the back shots and when she's deflecting the bullets going up the. Off the uh, trenches and stuff. So, so what you're saying it's going to be 3D for sure. 
Oh, well, that's, that goes without saying at this point, right? <laughs> Everything's 3D. Everything's 3D. Uh, is is it Guardians? Guardians? I don't know. Is Guardians uh, 3D? I haven't even... It has to be. Right? I'm, it must be, right? You didn't see it in 3D, did you? I, no, definitely not. Mm. Johnny, good luck with this next one. Oh. Black Manta Aquaman, y'all. So, <laughs> Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Nailed it. I hope I did. Uh, I believe yeah, it's yeah. pronounced Yahya Ab- Abdul-Mateen II. Mm, yes. Oh. He's the sequel. Yeah. If I was a junior, I would call myself two, for sure. I struggle yeah. with it. It's Yaya? Yeah, sure. Yaya. And I love how his Twitter is just Yaya. That's so awesome. Anyway, he tweeted, I can finally say thank you. The club just got a little more tan and a lot more badass. And he takes a picture with The Rock. He is going to be playing Black Manta December 21st, 2018 in Aquaman. And he puts tan with a winky face in quotation marks, which is Yay. pretty epic. Uh, yeah, this is funny because we've known this for quite some time, and now he's just tweeting this. It's happening. Yeah. Which... Uh, this guy is so good on the Get Down. Uh, do you guys watch the Get Down? I, I, I don't. I, he's an incredible the only... dancer. The show is so bug nutty awesome. I like I like it more than I, any of the other Boz Lerman stuff. Why do you and think he's he hasn't great. tweeted till now? Um, you know, a lot of the casting. He well, he just said like, now I can finally say it. There was just a date where they were like, all right, you can talk about it now. Right, and that's I mean, like, and there was probably an order. Like Nicole Kidman's was a couple of weeks ago. This probably has to do with status. Like we've been hearing official announcement over the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks, and and so he it was probably his turn. To be like, all right, you can talk now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't had Aquaman news for two weeks, so yeah. now someone else come out and say you're right. in the movie. And they're in Australia, and it's I mean, it's I don't I think they're they've been shooting now. I think they're already shooting. Uh, or, yeah. or, they're, or they're about to roll. I mean, they've been there for a couple of weeks, so. Guys, you know that chat roll? Are they actually roll? roll are cameras are rolling on Aquaman right now? We don't know. But, I mean, there's a picture of Momoa. I thought, yes. And, I think so. Yeah, Patrick Wilson here uh, talking about, well, it's people are assuming that Momoa, Aquaman, is not going to be the king of Atlantis. He did an Instagram post them together, and he says, my real half-brother is only on Twitter, Patrick Wilson 73 uh, So, oh, he cusses. So happy to work with this talent. It's an honor to play Aquaman. Um, so yeah, it's, I guess it kind of gives things away because he's, he's calling him King Orm, uh, Patrick Wilson. So, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things to go here. There's a lot of theories whether Aquaman is, you know, I mean, you're finding Arthur Curry probably before he's claimed the throne of Atlantis, right? You got to have some, after. or, or after. Yeah, it could be the, uh, um, yeah, that is true. We don't really know. We don't know if they're going to go with that story that like, he's like in his adulthood and doesn't. Remember, he said, I don't want this. What, Johnny? When does Aquaman take place, though? Does it take place after Justice League? I, We've talked about this before. It's tough to we say. We don't know. So yeah. There's no. There's definitely. That. That, I guarantee that has not been officially announced. We mm-hmm. can speculate all we want. Um, I hope it's after. I don't see the reason to go back. I mean, that, that that's yeah. Origin story seems very silly point, to move a universe forward, right? Like to go to keep going back. Is I kind of feel crazy. like Justice League is going to give us a bit of an origin story regarding Aquaman, don't you think? Yeah, because isn't it going to go over the the history between the Amazonians and the Atlanteans in the beginning? Isn't that what like they said the beginning of Justice League would be? I think it's going to have to because, granted, they want this movie to bring in everybody, and not everyone that goes to see this is going to know a lot about the DC world. Uh, thank you, Tim Kogan. Principal photography starts May twenty second. So there's a lot of pre-production. There's a lot of training. And they have months and months of that stuff. So they will have been down in um, uh, Australia for already like two months, just everybody. You see Amber Heard's been training for weeks and and everything like that. Looking good. So exciting. Big time. So a lot of good stuff there. Moving on, i got to talk Green Lantern. Army Hammer actually went public and talked about all the trolling he's been involved in and you have to figure uh, yeah. that. Not only have you been involved with people trolling, you, you've been trolling people. So yeah. trolls get trolled. It's fun. In a good way. Asshole. No, in a nice way. He said, man, geez, it was fun for a while, and now I'm convinced that everyone's going to turn on me. So I'm like, oh, shit, slowly backing away, he said <laughs> with a laugh. I'm picturing him like, oh, shit, slowly backing away. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was convinced that he was definitely cast as something. Like, I definitely fell for it. I'm like, why would this guy who's in A-list movies like waste his time trolling and like risk possibly being cast in the mm-hmm. movies if he wasn't like, if, you know? Well, he goes on to say, I have nothing to confirm nor deny. The only talk of me being Green Lantern that I have heard in my life has only come from social media. What do you think, Paul? It's, it's I, BS. I, yeah? I, I thought for sure that. With all the Cavill stuff and him posting about Army Hammer, yeah. I thought for sure we were just we were waiting for the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if he's telling the truth, that's interesting because I would have assumed he would have at least been approached. He definitely or talked about it. He definitely never says the the only I have ever been heard about Nightwing is from social media. He definitely does not say that. That's he also true. doesn't say I have had no conversations with the Warner only, Brothers he or DC. Say, yeah, that's true. So it, I, I don't I don't think you make an outright statement like that and lie anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like not unless you're the rock so. or unless you're Tyrese. Does yeah, maybe, <laughs> um, but. Um, Maybe he's Nightwing. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, so you mentioned earlier about uh, Ben Affleck's stunt double. Well, there's a cool article on Batman-News.com where you actually listen to an interview with him where he talked about the experiences in you know, Suicide Squad and, and BBS where he said how Leto was constantly in character and uh, just the overall experience. So feel free to go check that out. Um, and apparently he has his own podcast. Huh. And what's the name? What's his name? I'm sorry. Richard Citrone is the stunt double. He was on a podcast. Yes, he was yep. on a podcast. My fa- Yeah, my bad. Funniest thing about this is when he talks about how the nightmare sequence was added. Yeah. And then they, they had like 48 hours to work on it. He had an hour of sleep, and he's very critical of that part. You know your budget is stupid high when you can just decide to do the nightmare scene. Yeah. Like, you're like, hey, can we just create an entire post-apocalyptic there. world out of nowhere? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sounds good. Here's, yeah. here's money. Spending <laughs> all the money. Who do you think well, they, just do it on, they do it on a green screen, yeah. mostly, and then they just put in that post-apocalyptic yeah. world later. So they had plenty of time to work on that, I bet. But they but they, they had the trailer. Like Where they actually practically shot it was probably easy to set up. But I find it interesting he's critical about that part, too, because I don't like the lo- choreography oh. in that part. Hmm. It looks very stagey. Like yeah. it's and it, like it, it it's a, it's got a weird rhythm to it. So it's interesting that he also finally What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's a, it's a little wonky in that mirror sequence or am I crazy? Mm. I always thought that, but I never like piece together why, but it makes sense cuz if they have to follow a production schedule and you're trying to fit something in out of nowhere, you kind of have to get it done before you start mo- working on the next thing to not delay production further. Yeah. yeah. So That's true. While we're on uh, the Batman-News.com, they also have a review of Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. Uh, so if you want to check that out, I don't know if anyone's seen it. I still haven't seen it. Is it, is it a good review? Yeah, for I haven't seen it either, but most of our fans seem to really like it. So yeah. I, like, I, like I feel guilty either. now. I'm, I'm thinking about just, just biting the bullet. On 420? No. Oh, okay. Although, I'm sure What, biting the bullet it. and buying the Teen Titans? You yeah. Know? Yeah. I don't mean biting the bullet and watching. I would watch. I mean biting the bullet and paying for it. Oh, <laughs> got it. Got it, got it, got it. Is it available for rental yet? It must be. No, not yet. Mm-mm. Only purchase. Well, last thing before we hit TV time. Uh, Game of Thrones alum... What is his name? Uh, so, oh, I can't say it. And it, it's challenging. Michael... Mel. McKellaton? McKellaton. McKellaton. Discussed his role vaguely... In Justice League, he said there's probably going to be a lot more humor in it. I think it would probably be the main difference compared to the previous one. Uh, apparently, he's he's in a big opening scene, and so it's not a massive role. Um, it, and it, he hinted that his role actually might get cut in general, which is kind of a bummer. But this was interesting that he says there's going to be a lot more humor in it. We've talked a lot about humor on the show, how much there will or will not be. It seems like the company line that it's the only thing Warner Brothers has given everybody permission to say when you're asked about how is this different, right? I mean, like, totally, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And he called it not comic booky, whatever that's... But, I mean, it sounded like he was really trying to remember the few sentences he'd been told well, yeah. by the PR people. Uh, it's got more humor. Not the scene I was in. That was really dark. Uh, but, but humor and, yeah. uh, yes. Right. Fun times, thank you. So I think that, all right, so the Age of Heroes, right? We know the Age of Heroes is coming back. We know that there's this big opening sequence where there's, it's going to be like an epic battle. This guy's probably involved in that in some Somehow, way. Somehow, dies real quick. Probably goes down in that, and then, like, I'm assuming maybe that's the previous Age of Heroes, and that is, like... Well, if it is the beginning where it's supposed to be, like, the Atlanteans and the Amazonians fighting each other and all that, then he's got to be an Atlantean, obviously, because unless they're going to dress him up like a lady uh so i actually took a minute to not really i wasn't following you there for a minute yeah i'm like god you're absolutely right yeah so maybe he's like some former general in the atlantean army 
or something? Or he could know. be the king. I mean, he could be the king of Atlantis at that time. Or maybe they're all eating dinner together. Could be thousands of years ago. Maybe yeah. they're all eating dinner together, and then he stabs a pregnant lady, and then... Yeah. He, he yeah, could yeah, choke on a, Or he yeah. could be Jimmy Olsen, and he's gone in two minutes. Yeah, yeah there you go. He could mm. choke on a swordfish bone, literally, and then somebody makes off with his mother literally. box. He's in the opening scene, so that's it. So he doesn't yeah. make it, whatever he's doing. Uh, so with that said, it's time for... for it's time for Roxy Shires TV time. Sing along with me this rhyme. Roxy Shires TV time. She thinks that the flash is fine. Both of us see movie news. It's time to talk. TV time. Yeah. This is my tambourine. Yeah. Tambourine man. Yeah. It's not your tambourine. Yes. That's like a flap of rubber. It's a tambourine. Sounds like Play it. Song for uh, all right. So, still, we only have two TV shows that are currently on air from D.C. that I can talk about. Um, we'll get to those in a minute, so you can stay with us. Those will be spoilery. Oh, we have a big trailer to watch. But we have we have two big trailers. One we can watch. Oh, my God. No, let's totally watch the Krypton trailer. I have mm-hmm. sad news for you, Adam. What are you talking about? I watched it myself. Yes, you you did. When did you uh, watch it? Um, like... Two days ago, or maybe yesterday. Yesterday, I think. yesterday. Well, guess what? Yeah, it blew up. It ain't on the net no more. It ain't on the net anywhere. How can you remove anything from the net? They pulled that ish down. Is it on the dark web? The interwebs of the net space. Yeah, I'm sure it's on the dark web. Okay, I, dark I web we is. cannot find this anymore. We're talking about the Krypton trailer. It is just gone. It's gone. Uh, it's been pulled off from every one of the sites that's uploaded it. It's not on YouTube. There's Canucks just fan, fan reactions. Why? We're not exactly sure why. This trailer was pretty sweet, and everybody I was talking to really liked it. And then if you didn't see it, you didn't see it, so you missed it. And this cause... is a huge move for sci-fi, man. I, I always have liked the stuff sci-fi has put out. They've been pretty... I, I think, you know, aside from the crazy movies like Dino Croc vs. Super Gator. But yeah. I think the shows in general... Um, and they, they actually some got some stuff. money. They actually have some oh, money to put looks. besides. Yeah, and it looked like that. I, I don't know yeah. about the the guy, what's his name, something L, who who is in it. Oh. It's his cousin or some. What, what, it looks like the main, main character is going to be Jor-El, but it's, but it's Jor-El's father is like a leader or like yeah. the one that gets, um, whose reputation, you know, the house of L, I guess it falls on Superman's grandfather. Grandfather, But okay. the younger actor who seems to be the lead seems to be Jor-El. I don't hmm. think he was... I think so, yeah. If okay. His pops has got to be in it. I think his pops is going to be the lead. Maybe, But this yeah. was a leaked trailer, so this was not officially released by I, but NBC I, or When WB. I watched it, I thought that it was official. It felt the, official. The unofficial trailer has been pulled from the internet, I just saw. It was unofficial. Um, well, it also hasn't been picked up for a series yet. It was only a pilot, yeah. and, and it's rare. Isn't it? When do they... They're not going like, to air the pilot. It's not like an Amazon situation, right? Yeah. It's not like the old days when they would air pilots on television. Um, and then decide if <laughs> yeah. it works. So yeah. if they don't have an air date, I mean, that would make sense, but... Uh, what, is it leaked like Deadpool style, like by the people that are making it to, to generate buzz? Okay, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Segal is the grandfather, and, and no, he wasn't Jor-El, so it's Kal-El fan. Mm-hmm. What? The, the, the younger actor? Is the younger actor supposed to be the grandfather? Is that what it is? I thought it was. I guess I was. I didn't think I was confused. Now I guess I am confused. Tell me, show me. Superman's grandfather and great grandfather. Yeah. Okay. That's right. It was Segal and someone else. So Segal. Yeah. This is interesting. Um, Last second. It is is unanimous that Adam is wrong. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to call call you out. Uh, Look, we fully admit we're wrong all the time. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. He's about to leave. Be nice to him. So, so the point is that we can't watch that trailer. But we can watch a different trailer. I pulled the trailer, assholes. <laughs> I don't anyway, think he did. we can watch a different trailer. <laughs> he put it on the dark web. The Arrow trailer, the second part of the season, the last few episodes, yeah. is up and damn, I was impressed by this freaking trailer. Uh, you want to check it out together? Let's do it. All right. As a squad. It's over. So, number one, start to finish, we're looking at Action Packed. He's our favorite part of the show right now, so I'm in on that. And I liked. I thought he was going to be like out for the rest of the season. No, I'm just more than pleased that we see a Cody Rhodes appearance in this trailer. I thought he already aired his episode. Maybe he's back. What about our Deathstroke stuff? Add while he's in a little bit too. Closest to you. 
Hey, Thea decides to come back to the show. Felicity getting a little bloody. Oh, Siri thought when I said Thea, I was talking to her. No, no, not you, Siri. Thea. It always echoes. You'll learn that soon enough. Dolph making his name. Looks like we're gonna get a Black Canary, Black Siren team up. Or, or, or team against. No, no, but but then team up. Yes, one then the other. I feel. The music on the show is bomb. So good. To do whatever it takes to save the city, and that created him. It's a lot of effort for one city, guys. Yeah. Oh, we got a sister duel too. Oh, oh yeah. Right. No, John. I'm on the side that's going to put Chase. Oh yeah, Nessa. Yep. Felicity gets real aggressive here, but then we got a little comedic moment of Felicity coming up too. That's how you know a trailer's getting intense. Yeah. So it looks like Ollie wears that red outfit before coming back. You hear what she said, Dan? Sorry. Yeah. She's funny. I'll never get to do this alone. No, and that's been the theme of the whole year. Wait. Can't do this alone. Here we go. Hey. Hear the voice. I'm glad you came back. No visual, just audio. And we spoke about that last week. And still, and there's still, been no follow-up. It's ugly. He is, said, he actually threatened, like, legal action. Like, oh, you're going to use my voice without... Number one, I don't know if you can... Once you do a project, they could use your voice. Yeah. Depends on what your contract said. Oh, that's a good point. So, I don't know, but yeah, it's If he said, ugly. isn't that kosher, and they aired it, I would I would guess that legally they can probably do it. And, yeah. But him just saying that is still... Who yeah, knows? It's, it's not cute, what's I going hope. on. And it's not a good look, and it definitely doesn't make him more hireable to be... Calling out Warner Brothers. I just want to know how things could have gone so wrong because you never really hear anyone else in these projects complaining. Yeah. Because maybe they want to complain, but they're smarter than that. Mm. Manu Bennett. Come on, man. What what could he come? I don't know, though. He could be in the. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. All I have to say is if you haven't seen season one of Spartacus, this guy Uh, kicks such ass. He's the beast of all men. Even like rewatching the first couple seasons of Arrow, when when I saw him again, I was like, this is what I've really been missing from the show is Manny Bennett. He's so good. He is so good. He is like unbelievably talented, and I love him on the show, but all of the stuff around it kind of clouds it, right? Yeah, this is. it's, It's bumming me out. I mean, who, I don't know why they'd be doing this for fun, because it's, it's pretty ugly as far as the, the fight they're on social media. So I'm, we're not going to see him physically, I guess. Um, yeah. All right, moving on, guys. We've got some casting news. Yes. This is us, if you guys are watching it. It's an amazing show. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. The little um, Randall, so not full-blown Randall, but like young Randall. Lonnie Chavis is yes, his real name. Yes, thank you. You don't think I should just keep calling him Little Randall? Little Randy. Little Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the eight-year-old version of Randall on NBC's This Is Us. He's guest starring on an upcoming episode of Supergirl. I love this because this kid is freaking adorable. Isn't he great? He's so cute. And I'm excited to see it. The This is coming from comicbook.com. Chavis is portraying a character named Marcus, who is mm-hmm. described as a young alien boy who bonds with James Olsen mm-hmm. after the Rugrats' mother attacks National City. The episode will be airing Monday, May 8th, and the title is City of Lost Children. There you go. Mm. So, I'm way stuff. behind on This Is Us, unfortunately. I, but I know, my buddy Jeremy Luke is actually in it right now. He's playing um, Milo's, uh, Milo's, like one of his like Vietnam buddies or something. And mm. I heard it's just incredible. It's the best show it's so good. It's you all, just genius. I love it. You also should be watching Making History on Fox. Uh, my good buddy Yasser Lester is, is uh, co-starring along with Adam Pally. It's very funny. Make sure you watch it Sunday nights. Very, very Come cool. Back. So we did get another episode of iZombie this week, and we are back. This mm. was a classic iZombie episode. It's like got that will they, won't they stuff. It's got the memory stuff. Everything great about this show was in this one episode. Are you watching iZombie? Not yet. Gosh, we gotta have somebody on the show. <laughs> one of these days we will. It's so good. Keeps getting better and better. Uh, and th- I feel like last week I was in, but this week I was more in. Mm-hmm. And it took them, I think, an episode to come back to their real form. But th- this really shined all of our characters in the right way. And as a little spoilery here, I am curious what we're going to do about this memory erasing thing. Do you guys want Robbie to take it? Do you want 
either of them to take it, actually. And what do you think there? So make sure you talk to us about Is that. Is this like a Matrix red pill, blue okay. pill situation? Kind of, well, basically, so they're zombies, but now they've taken the cure. But with the cure comes memory loss. So and now they're t- oh. now there's a potential and one of them is like a villain and he forgets all the bad things he did and now he's a better person. So do you want him to remember what he did or do you want him to keep being a good person? But he has to test it to know that our good people can take it. So there's all different things going on. It's really intense. So we do have this guy Ivan Soto is going to explode, Roxy. If you don't read this, I, I'm seeing it, but I don't know what he's talking about. I don't with, either, with Lucifer, you mean? He's messaging 19 times. Uh, he does this for God's sake. I, <laughs> I, I read call, it. Ivan Soto. I call you out on this on many shows. Fake news, man. You pull some fake news. I love you, but I don't know. Give me the source. Tell me where you're from. I don't know you. <laughs> um, he's saying that Lucifer. Something about Lucifer will only be airing 18 episodes when it comes back, and then will air the last three. We've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure it was the last two that will be airing next season in the back half. Um, he's saying, trust me, it's been confirmed for months. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it, but I think it's only two, not three. And we talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, in March, this came out. Mm. Thank you. This, so this isn't fake news. Thanks, Ivan. You happy? She read it! Um, now somebody's saying Manu Bennett is is retweeting stuff from Arrow. He does not have a problem with that. All right, call him Prime. That can't be true. That fake news, too. Fake news. I believe nothing. Yeah. There's just... Um, all right. Bill O'Reilly is Deathstroke. There was also wow. another episode... <laughs> fake news. There's also another episode of Powerless... Even better, guys. Even better. It's yeah. getting better and better. They, oh, this this really show like is really good. It's back good. on? Yeah. I still have missed it. Can I watch them at NBC.com? I just got to, I want to I bench them all. Yeah. I, I think you can. Oh, I don't have the Hulu. You can borrow mine. What? You can borrow my Hulu. Well, nice. a lot of the okay. major networks, because I know I watch Making History Friendship. on, like I'll watch Making History on Fox.com because <laughs> I don't have cable. So you could probably watch, I imagine, a lot of things on NBC.com. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but in general, I will say it goes like this. They're super quick. They're really funny jokes. I'm liking the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This show, I, what I thought was going to be the duddest of all duds, ended up not being a dud. I so. want to look up the writing staff because I'm very interested. It's very um, similar to almost like the Superstore writing. And so I wonder if they're double dipping. Um, hmm. You know what? I actually we didn't actually talk about the Krypton trailer, did mm-hmm. we? Like about what we thought of it. We just talked about its disappearance and all yeah, that. Sure. Well, we, well, we talked a little bit about the. But before Jor-El. that, I wanted to talk about how great it would be to make myself dinner while I was binging those episodes. Yes. Of or, Have you ever done that? Do you ever like or on like, Krypton? Oh yeah, or on Krypton. Like sure. while, while I'm cooking, like uh, I love Blue Apron, as you know. They're oh, yeah. the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service. The best. We can do is I set up my iPad. I get my ingredients out because everything's portioned i start cooking and i can like watch shows i don't even have to lift lift uh, my hand if they you know go in and play the next one mm-hmm. um the dishes that you'd be getting if you get the blue apron they send you like three meals a week either for two or for four people mm-hmm. um you got uh let's see i always love reading about what you got okay so you got a spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives uh bell peppers and ricotta salata ricotta salata is like a salty uh, harder um, ricotta cheese. It's not like the palio. It's more ricotta. of a salty Romano kind of thing. Mm. Their dough, they give you fresh dough. And it's awesome. I've actually had some of their other pizzas. You got sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot and ginger fried rice. Oh, that one sounds so good. Right? Yeah. I love um, their salmon. Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy chicken fettuccine. Wait, sorry, no, Parmesan crusted chicken, right, with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. Right, yeah. love roasting broccoli. You basically just high heat, high pan, char it up before you actually like. You don't have to, uh, you know, like uh, shock it or cook it in water first. Sear it, sear it, sear that stuff. That's yeah. flavor. Baby <laughs> broccoli and fontina paninis with hard boiled egg and arugula salad. The food is awesome. You could adjust the food. You could go on if you like. You want only seafood, only this. They have different. Um, it's very flexible. I love how they don't seem to have too many repeat recipes. Like you get new stuff every single time. All no, different things. and they work well. And you could customize them. It's guaranteed freshness uh so you know it's gonna arrive ready to cook and they'll make it right if anything goes wrong look sometimes things go right they will make it good uh go to blueapron.com slash movie news uh and then uh, i believe you're gonna get some kind of discount there right they're gonna oh yeah so the, this with this week menu okay you get the first three meals free with free shipping that's three free meals. And free shipping. And that's like valued yeah. at like $10 a meal, so they're giving you $30 in your stupid pocket. That's a great day. 
Well, it's ten dollars per person per meal. So the three, yeah, that's great. Yes, that. mm-hmm. that's like sixty dollars of meals Whoa. per face. Actually, no, it's just the three meals, first three meals, so mm-hmm. not per person. See, you're you're going in between the lines. There. Oh, read between three the lines. meals. <laughs> now the three meals you're paying for. Go to blueapron.com/slash/movie-news. Boom, Krypton. Game of Thrones in space or, you know, Star Trek Voyager? What do I you think? Can't tell. Can't tell. I'm, I'm mixed. I'm I mixed on this. I've never seen Game of Thrones, but I will watch Krypton. I, when I heard about this, I'm not the biggest fan of Goyer. I heard about this premise and I went, this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone want to see this? But the trailer. And that's what I'm saying. Kind of I saw good. the trailer and I went... All right, you got me for at least three. Like, I'll give the first three. Yeah. Like, sure. I just don't know if I, how, where do I fit it in my day? Mm. With uh, all the other great DC TV going on with this premise. But that's how I felt about Powerless, and I fit it in, and I love it. So, yeah. it'd be cool if they made this like a summer series, like, so that it's in between all the other DC stuff. Where preachers? Yeah, like that kind of thing. I, I, I agree with you. I, and my, my feeling mm-hmm. about it is like, you're right. Krypton only buys you a couple of episodes. Like, I don't know what the story is here. It's yeah. like, I don't know of any comic run about Krypton. And there's no so, Superman. Right. So, so. so it could be a good show, but it being Krypton doesn't make it probably going to be a good show because it's not like yeah. I'm aware of what, what it is. It, it has as good a chance of any show that takes place in, in on another planet being good. I, I mean, unless... You know, maybe they will they will deal with Kryptonians going to other worlds and how their atmospheres affect them. So maybe we will get to see some super powered Kryptonians on right. other worlds. Mm-hmm. And it's sci fi, so it's not like the biggest risk in the world if it doesn't. But they've been spending like a lot of money on uh, on a couple of shows, like yeah. The Expanse and some of these other shows. Like apparently they're really swinging for the fences. They got Good NBC them. behind them. Good for them. They just need to limit the winks and nods. To Superman stuff, sure. Like uh, that's the thing. Sometimes chill with the winky nods. Yeah, sometimes these, these shows that are prequel esque shows tend to really be like, oh, I, I don't really like that green dress. Green just isn't a good color for me. What are you, what are you like, talking about, please, Gotham? Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't need any of that. Like, just focus on making it a good story. When they talk about like Game of Thrones in space, like you got me, obviously. Mm-hmm. But make it I as know. good as Game of Thrones. But it's like, well, Game, I like this Game from of the Thrones chat. and everything. What's Eon that? Eon zero zero one. No one asked for Krypton. That being said, it has potential. Throw in some Guardians from Oh, um, yeah. really expand the cosmic side. Visit other planets. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you're right. It, it totally can be good if it has a good chance if they make it with good characters and it's not just like a wink fest. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter whether or not people were asking for it. I mean, there's tons of projects out there no one asked for and they get made and they're good. Look at this show. No one asked for this show and guess what? We made it pretty damn good. Well, I think people asked for it. Well, they, in general, they did ask for it, but I'm saying for us in particular. <laughs> nobody nobody asked for it. No one knew who we were three and a half years ago, two and a half years ago. But, you know. Damn, we've been doing this a long time. It's been a while. Two and a half years. November. Yeah, Tim says Sci-Fi wants another Battlestar in a bad way. That is really oh. the last time they were like even on the map. But even that show was like, it was big, but it was big for Sci-Fi. Yeah. And it was also big after the fact. Mm. Like, binged a lot. Netflix was a really good thing for that show. If this show is half as good as Battlestar Galactica, it's a win. Because Battlestar Galactica is amazing. Yeah, sick. So, yeah. Um, someone said the miniature Kryptonian city... In the dome gave major Brainiac vibes. So yeah, I guess you deal with Brainiac because isn't it like he, he generations old? Like he goes back a long way. Yeah, and also deep into the future. I know like Brainiac is like on the the League of Legion of Superheroes right in the in the distant future. Yeah, and then also they're smart about another thing is you can focus on all the the visuals as far as CG because no one's gonna have powers. Hmm. So True. chat roll. Which Brainiac yeah. is on the Legion? It's come on! It's on the top of my head. You know, the, 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 in the future, future Brainiac boy. I don't know. Don't All right, let me the know. show's over. Don't let me know. Is it? There's nothing more to do. Yeah, Pretty we're much. done. We're done. Let's put ourselves over. Paul Ponte, go. Uh, I have a podcast called The Screen Watchers Guild. You can check out thescreenwatchersguild.com. I'm on Twitter, SWG Podcast, and the Paul Ponte. Adam Gertler. Actually, no, we're gonna save Adam Gertler because he's leaving. We're gonna sing to him. Oh. Roxy Stryer, go. Guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And to celebrate 420 today, in case you are partaking, make sure you go to Leafly. I did a series for them called The Art of Extraction. If you want to learn more about concentrates, where they come from, what the difference between CO2 extraction, butane, propane, all that kind of stuff, check out that series. Also, my anchor show, 
Take You Higher with Roxy Stryer. Yes, that rhymes. I'm talking all mm. about 420 today and how 420 came to be, which I know a lot of people don't know, so make sure you check that out. Speaking of which, I'm also on Anchor. I'm the host of Off the Ropes, the only pro wrestling uh, show or channel on Anchor, which is really awesome. And also, I'm uh, recording my new comedy album this Wednesday at the Brea Improv in Orange County, California. I've been working, honestly, three and a half months in studio recording stuff. It's going to be a huge variety album. You're going to love it. And so I'm recording the stand-up this Wednesday. I'm going to be in Boston, May 11th to 13th at last. I'm going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club San Francisco May 3rd oh. and uh, Punchline Sacramento May 5th. Otherwise, jlocomedy.com. Hit me up on social media. And lastly, Adam Gertler. Hey, Peace. guys. I am taking a leave for some mm. time. When I come back, I will be a 40-year-old man. Thank you, everyone, for confirming not a it was... virgin? Nope, not even close. Are you a virgin? Nope. Oh, no, no, not a virgin. It was Brainiac 5. Thank you, everyone, for responding and, and agreeing that it was Brainiac 5. I believe if you go back, the tape will show that I did say Brainiac 5 at some point. I would remember if I wasn't so high. Happy 420 to everyone. <laughs> Follow Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski Adam. So long. Farewell. Farewell. I'll say goodbye. 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 And roll in that music. Goodbye, everybody. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.